Ahoy, Noiros! Welcome to this week's edition. We did it to you again, just when you thought you were safe to go back into the podcast waters. Two fucking sharks coming at you again. Oh, we're, we're chomping, chomping at the bit to talk to you. We got uh, Shark Tooth Dan here, grinning that grin. Street Sharks pile. He's a round mound of pound, just like Vin Diesel said in that video. Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah, you, you've seen that video before where he's like, mm-hmm. back. oh, I'll send it to you. It's back in the day. He's selling Street Sharks, you know, pre Oh, you did yeah. send that. I, yeah, no, I must have. I that. even yes, feel like I've did. said this on the podcast, but yes, yeah, he, he says round mound of pound, and it's never stopped delighting me ever since. How bad is it that the minute you said Street Sharks, I know exactly what you were talking about? Uh, gentleman Joey here to say pretty bad. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Sorry, I'm drinking my uh, apple juice. That's all right. As we've been talking about our love of the simply line. We we had to wait to make sure they sponsored today's episode first. Yes. But, but we got them, and we're here to say it, they're simply the best, right? Simply delightful. Simply the best. That they t- like they must have that in there. If not, they should. Or just do they like whoever who wrote that song? What is what is that song? It's got to be just called Simply the Best, right? It's like a real song. Yeah, no, I know that much. Yeah. It's just like, and I'm sure like once we even hear who did it, we're like, oh, wow. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, oh yeah, this is, is way, is. way too is. obvious. <laughs> it's Tina Turner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. That's pretty sad. But yeah, I'm sure she's just like, she knows how much it's worth to them. So she's really highballing them. Well, Bonnie Tyler did a cover. So I wonder if that's I the I feel version. like that's what I, yeah, because I know yeah. Tina Turner voice. And, and right. My, yeah. Right. That that's that's why I was like a little bit like I could picture it, but yeah, yeah, it really is more the Bonnie rate and uh, you know Bonnie Tyler, Tyler, yeah. See, this is what I'm talking about. This different, different, how, different Bonnie, non-memorable it is. The Bonnies just don't rank for me unless it's yeah. like Prince Billy. I'm just not interested. <laughs> I, I understand, Dan. I don't know how. I'm probably gonna give a warning to anyone who listens to the beginning part of the episode. Good mm-hmm. luck. Why is that? <laughs> I don't know. I feel out of it and. This was a complicated movie. It was. I um. Well, I, I will say that I uh, I did start watching Space 1999. So I can report about that. I watched the first disc. That's the first four episodes. Um, I love it. It's great. Isn't it wonderful? You know what? I, I was thinking about like first off, one of the coolest song like opening songs. Like Hell of an songs. intro. Like yeah. like the like when it goes from like the like the symphonic to like the straight disco. Like it's, I mean, and then they show you the clips of like what's going to happen in the episode. Like yeah. nothing gets me more pumped for that episode until I get that. It's like, it's basically like a more cerebral and British Star Trek. I mean, that's basically what it is. And it with better like production design. Like the yeah. production design is just like, it's very seventies, but it's very cool. And you got the effects that Jerry Anderson is doing. Who's like, was cutting edge for like really cool, you know, practical effects. That, yes. that and also kind of realistic. puppetry marionette right. work. And, and this was... Right past that i mean yeah you could debate post, that with martin, Lan- martin lando could be a puppet you know if you really think about it but other than that all actors yep but yeah it's really really cool um i really i really do like it yeah i've been watching that looks fantastic right oh it looks great on the blu-ray like yeah. I, it, it really is just one of those ones where it, it's a case for blu-ray it, that one just pops for me pops. Like that's oh yeah my, my favorite era right. and if it's restored correctly so good no it's it's top notch i uh, i'm a fan um, but we'll get into restorations a little later in the show, folks. Uh-oh. I have a feeling I know what that's about. <laughs> How could you not? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that was that was the big one um, that I had. Yeah, just, just kind of getting into that. I've been making my way through the, the film noir, that Blu-ray Mill Creek set. Uh, Nine films, right? Nine films. How many I've, down are you so far? I, I, I've been sidetracked. I've been, I've been watching some other like stuff streaming, so I'm only three movies in. But the most recent one had to be one of the weirdest and maybe worst film noirs i've ever seen it was Ooh. it was just it was fascinating but it was just it was also just not very good and just very bizarre it was basically like imagine like a christmas carol but the main character is this woman and she has this guilt it's called the guilt of janet ames that was my next question yeah so thank that, you. that's what it's about and and basically this guy helps her like imagine these scenarios of these of these guys that her husband basically saved in the war, basically like used up his life to save some some of his fellow soldiers, mm-hmm. and she like goes to seek them out to see if it was worth of him giving up his life for theirs. Like were they leading good lives? 
and one and one of the guys that that was one of the people he saved ends up like finding her and like helps her to like imagine these scenarios which end up all being these imagined scenarios that aren't reality and she has wow. these weird dream sequence it's it's bizarre that's a very it's, interesting premise but yes. i can see how that could go off the rails as well the i mean the dream sequences are very surreal and those were my favorite part because it's like a lot of shadows a lot of weird sets it's very low budget but very, like the sets are really interesting mm -hmm. um so i mean definitely would, would be an interest make for even an interesting episode but yeah it was very I'm strange touching this movie after what you just said i don't want it i ever want to see that on this podcast <laughs> how dare you I mean, I, this is this is what my, this is what I bring to the table. I I watch them so you don't have to. You know? Thank you. Like, well, you know, sometimes I, they I, still I, slip through. Right. I saw some out. Yeah, I find the good ones and the not so good ones. You know. I'm um, the final line of defense, right there. Yes. Yes. So, so I got a um, double sus sometimes. Double sus. Yes. But I mean, like I said, there's there's some merit in it that I I, I liked. There were some aspects I did like. I but it was just such. It, it was like nothing I'd ever seen before. It was just such a bizarre premise. Um, Sid Caesar's in it. Oh, okay. which is really weird. Yeah, he and he looks it's like very young. It, it's just very, very bizarre movie. But I'm looking forward to some of the other ones that are in, in the set. I, I've been going in order. So some of the ones I really want to see. Uh, Johnny Allegro, I want to see 711 Ocean Drive and The Killer That Stalked New York is in it. Also, you get Assignment Paris, which has Dana Andrews in it and George Sanders and Miami Story, which has Barry Sullivan in it, our old friend. Or Miami, you know, <laughs> how, 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 however you... You pronounce yeah Miami. however you you pronounce it um but yeah i'm looking forward to some of the other ones but you I, think people I, like still said, know this inside joke we have from the first episode you know 77 episodes in we can only hope i mean it is the most listened to episode of the podcast so you know maybe they just check out that first one and then hop on here to make sure we're still keeping them coming maybe or they just listen to that one and never listen to us again <laughs> you know what tough call yeah tough I, I, I wonder what that one sounds like like going back yeah i feel Maybe like that'd it be was... an interesting bonus episode to we'll do a commentary commentary <laughs> live commentary yeah yeah that could be interesting could be <laughs> do you have do you have, uh, do you have anything else that you've uh, been watching or anything i got uh, a bet plus trial for the martin reunion there you go how was that it was really good actually i had a lot of fun it was good to see everyone together of course minus tommy who, who passed some years back but there was a, a lovely tribute to him and that's good Bro man showed up. That was fun. Didn't expect to see him. When did the reunion happen? Is it like recently? Yeah, so it just premiered this week, this Wednesday, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, it was like filmed like a, like a month or two prior. Okay, cool. And there was, uh, you know, it, and the way Martin ended was there was some allegations made. It was a bad ending, mm. but apparently parties have made up and oh. were able to enjoy it fully again. Well, that's good. Which is good because it's a hell of a good time of a show, you know. I'll admit I haven't watched it in a while, but I, I did watch it back in the day in like the mid nineties. I remember I, I I would actually watch it when it when it was on. Good news is it's still on all the time. If you need to find it, it's in syndication, pretty hardcore. Which is but, good. Which is good. But I did at one point finally got the set. They put a complete together, and it's pretty okay. Does the cool. job. <laughs> uh, so it's effective enough. Yeah, uh, I, I watched 52 Pickup. I told you about that. Uh, couldn't mm -hmm. couldn't wait for the show for that yeah. one. <laughs> and I made Dan watch it. It was so exciting to talk about. Because I haven't watched it in years. I feel bad bringing it up, though. There's no like in-print version. Like We really caught it at the last gasp of when Kino had theirs. But, you know, you check eBay, look around, it'll pop up. It's not There's impossible. a UK Blu-ray that's out there. Um, yes, our UK fans most of the time are laughing at us when we say these things because, like, we have our region is the best region, clearly. Clearly, but yeah, we, fantastic cast. You got John Frankenmeyer directing for Canon. You know, yep. it's it's got it's got all the ingredients. Yeah, so I mean, really, that's all I'm going to give to you to sell to you, but it, it it pays off. I think our listeners would enjoy that. It's neo, but it's it's noir and it's kind of seedy. A little bit of six. Yes, exactly. I mean, we said Canon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so but I feel we, like it feels even like a little bit like not that grimy, but like a little bit grimy even for them, like a little bit salacious. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, I'm curious. Uh, it's Elmore Leonard book and he did mm -hmm. the script on that one. But then there was a movie called The Ambassador that was like mm -hmm. two years before that with Mitchum. That's the same story. Mm -hmm. I never saw that one. I've seen the cover. I think even Kino did that one. Maybe. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe one of these days. 
I'll go backwards and see a worse version of a movie I enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, so I like that Mitchum. One, yeah, that one isn't on Kino. Uh, it's on Blu-ray and it's still in print. You can still get it. Yeah, yeah I feel like that's semi-recent, like the last four years or something. Yeah, 2017, Robert Mitchum, Ellen Burstyn, and Rock Hudson. Wow. Last movie, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's that. Uh, that's about it. Yeah, it's all good stuff, though. It did the job. That's what it's all about. Otherwise, I don't know. This week this this week just felt jam-packed in all the wrong ways. Yeah, no, nah, I, I feel it. A couple weeks in a row of us. Yeah, no, exactly. It's, it's not a fun summer so far. <laughs> I'm not living it up, but... Hey, that's all right. It's all for the greater good. It's early enough, right? Yeah, I guess. We're still in, in June. Yeah. You, know? got some, you got some time to turn it around. School's not quite out yet. Maybe I could pass this exam before I get the hell out of here. Before you listen to Alice Cooper. I mean, I, uh, I can't School's lie. Out for summer. I already put it on. I'm already getting hyped. Okay. <laughs> well, good. Because once school's out forever, then you're good. I definitely yeah. listened to that at high school graduation. Did you? Yeah. Because it was out forever for me. Because yeah. I knew I, I knew I was done. <laughs> that was the moment. <laughs> yep. Fucking oh boy. Coming up on a long time ago at this point too that that happened, which is even crazier. Um, mm-hmm. So shout out to time. It's always there. It's always making threats. It's a bit of a bully. Keeps going. And yet we can't shake this motherfucker. You know, he's invited to all the same parties. It also keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. You know. Yeah. But you got to fly like an eagle, Dan. Yeah, to the sea. Yeah. We ready to get into this one? <laughs> yes. Yes, please. Let's do it. Natural segue there. All right. Let's introduce this before I get into my preamble. Uh-oh. <laughs> Episode 77. Feels like heaven? Question mark. Uh, here's your tagline, Dan. I got two for you. Okay. And in fact, two is going to be in the subject of this first one. Wanted by two women. One for love and one for murder. Mm. And then the other is, they're one kiss away from murder. Yeah. I mean, the first one sort of, yeah, fits it. The second one, uh, not so much. I was surprised to even see there was taglines for this movie. So I will give it credit based on that. But yeah, they're fine, I guess. Uh, Impact. It was released April 1st, 1949. So April Fool's, everybody. Mm -hmm. From United Artists. Mm -hmm. This was directed by Arthur Lubin. Produced by Leo C. Popkin. His name's all over this thing. He's like writing lyrics to songs and stuff I saw. Yeah. A screenplay by Jay Dratler and Dorothy Davenport from a story by Dratler. Impact. I'm going to hold up my DVD copy that Dan is also holding up. Yeah, you got the same one, eh? I do have this. This was a DVD-R, it turns Mm. out. (laughs) From Film Detective. From Film Detective. A lovely design on this, I will say. You know, just very simple for what they got. But I especially like the back, the way it's all all set up and and the font choices. uh, Very well done on that. So shout outs there. I saw this was streaming on many a place because this Mm. is public domain. Yes. So there's that factor. I So I I went for Paramount Plus on this one at first because... And my DVD hadn't arrived yet. This is why I'm talking about streaming right now. Uh, There's a new Beavis and Butthead movie coming out this week. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be on Paramount Plus this week anyways. Let's go ahead and start that month-long trial. The print was horseshit. And I didn't make it very far into it. I'm like, all right, well, this comes from the film detective. I'm looking at their site. They got some nice looking pictures. Let's try the film detective. I'll go ahead and sign up for an account here. Fuck the film detective. What a horrible service. You can't even get the thing to activate once you sign up for it. So I couldn't even stream the movie from their own service because it wouldn't unlock it, even though I had an account. So that's bad right there. And I'm like, you know what? I will wait for this DVD that's coming because I want I may, I got to see their print. They're responsible for it. It says restored classics on this right here. Mm-hmm. DVD came, put it in. It was the exact same print that Paramount Plus had. I, I, I ask you, Dan, where's the restoration in this thing? This is yeah. one of the it, it puts me in a bad place. I think you remember this with the naked kiss. Uh, mm. It doesn't get you. It doesn't start you off good when the, right. when the print is, is this bad. This thing is shaking the whole time. The audio is just trash. It's a level of quality. I don't usually like to go to, you know, it's just because of that. It has too much working against it. So right off the bat, I'm not having a good time. Where mm-hmm. are we going to go from here? Well, welcome to the show, everybody. Let's get into this. <laughs> Wow. Well, real, real quick, I also I, I had the DVD, and since I had the film detective, 
I did something similar where I was like, let me just check out their 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 print on here because mm -hmm. maybe maybe it's just a little bit better for whatever reason. Maybe they worked on it for HD or whatever. Uh, who knows? I also had trouble with the app. It yes. wasn't it wasn't working properly. So it might be something with the app. So then I, I was forced to watch it on the DVD, and and I knew about it going in because I'd watched it on the DVD before a while back, and knew that the DVD print was not great. So yeah, I mean it, it it's a bummer and it's unfortunate as we'll get into because I do really like this movie, but it's hard to get into it. I, I, I totally agree 100%. It does make it difficult. Um, it felt like too late for tears all over again. This is the one I could think of where it was just a level of quality where I yeah. didn't like it. But then also on top of that, I didn't enjoy too late for tears. It's not my style of movie. So mm -hmm. knowing that we can begin. I will say though, if you go to the app store, you read the reviews for the film detective, just across the board, one star, like bad service. So. I don't know what's going on with them. It seems like it could be a really good time if it if it works, but when I've used it in the past, I used it once or twice in the past and it worked great when I watched that. I think I what did I watch? I watched um You Walk by Night on there. Okay. Um and that that worked out just fine. So yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Good. I mean, there's reviews from three years back saying how bad this service is. So clearly it's not a new wow. thing. I mean, I have Blu-rays from them from more recently and they look great. And the packaging's like even better. Like like the design's very similar to this, but it's for Blu-ray. And yeah. they've all looked really good. So that's why like when I remember buying this DVD a while back, I was like, okay, like it's a DVD, but like, I feel like they've always done a pretty good job. But as I, I think we'll talk about too, is like this had a really bad luck, I guess, with it going into the public domain. And then like the ones that- Worst in, thing in that could ever domain, happen to a movie, Dan. Right. And then, and then the versions that were in public domain were always second or third hand. And that's all that really is available. I mean, yeah, I wonder if there's a good print out there and we just haven't gotten to it yet. You know, it's like the same thing with like DOA. Like is, there must be yeah. some better print out there. But it's gotta be, you know, DOA, at least that's like about the lowest level of quality. I could like officially just be like, this is good enough mm -hmm. that towed the line, but it was still just a little better and more, I don't know, legible, less shaky. I mean, this thing's shaking the whole time frames drop in and out. It's, mm -hmm. it's a ride, but there's an introduction, which was very hard <laughs> to get into. So about to find out really what happened in the beginning here live on the show. We got our Brian Don Levy. Was Walter Williams. We know him from the big combo, of course, Dan. Yeah, he's been he's been in a few. Yeah, we got a lot of some old friends and then some people where it's shocking. We haven't gotten to them yet, but we're about to get a whole ton of them soon mm -hmm. enough. So, yes, this is their year, I would say. We can hope. Brian uh, Don Levy, he's given a speech to some board of directors. You know, things are on the rise for him. He, he's doing well. He, he's a, a well off man. He's going to purchase some factories in Tahoe and we're in California for a good chunk of this movie, specifically San Francisco. We're going to see a, yep. good, a lot of and even times where we're not in California. Wink, wink. We're in California. Yeah, they they kind of allude to it very briefly in this scene, but it, it'll make sense later in the film. So I want to mention it is that it's some type of something to do with motors. He's like an industrialist, but it's something to do with motors uh, and 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 like cars, like automotive. Yeah, so because he is able to show off that knowledge later on. And even right. later, later on, he'll talk to these same people and they're like, no, 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 we got you. Right. We'll but get yeah, this will come, we'll come later. But they don't really like it's not very explicit at first. It's very subtle, I think. Yeah, I <laughs> kind of found that out like after the fact. But yes, yes, I'm sure if you could actually figure out what they're saying. Also. This DVD just plays and ends. I'm, it has no menu, not even yeah. just like a poster to hit play. Yeah, just very bare bones on this one. It's unfortunate, uh, yeah, because I mean, it's got the poster on the cover, which I, I I really love. I love the poster for this one. So yeah, you know, I like the colors on it. Yeah, like I said, the other ones are great. I mean, maybe this was—I don't know how long they've been in business, but maybe this was like a very early one for them before they really got their footing. I, you know, it's yeah, this is 2015. So yeah, so maybe this was like like just when they're getting started. Maybe they kind of. Are they still putting stuff out? I feel like oh, they yeah. feel like they abandoned ship to me, Dan, honestly. I guess no. it's just because of that horrible app experience, but I got two recently. I got there's a Life at Stake, which is with um, Angela Lansbury, mm -hmm. and that was good. And then the other one, which I hope we could do at some point, it's like a horror film noir, and I can't it's like the amazing Mr. X, that one. Nice. Um, so yeah, so no, they, they and they look great. Um, they, they looked really good and they have like booklets, they're Blu-ray, like, like they're, you know, I, I feel like it's, it, that's what I said. Like when I bought this, knowing that I was expecting something similar, like, okay, you know, it's going to be at least, you know, probably halfway decent of, of the versions. Cause there's a lot of DVD versions out there. I felt like this one would probably have the best chance of being, a, a, you know, at least decent, but I feel like they're probably all working from the same print. 
So I think so too, because everything I kind of dipped into a few like YouTube versions, everything like that. Uh, Canopy has a version. It's all the same one. Yeah. Um, Like Alpha probably has a version too. Because believe me, all it would take is is one to really give this movie a proper assessment. But yeah. uh, So he kills it at this meeting at the motor board. (laughs) Coming back from Tahoe. He's coming back to his wife, Irene. Irene, of course, we recognize from the big combo in Nightmare Alley. Mm-hmm. And it's Helen Walker, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's great. She is great. She's She knows what to do with what she does, and, and she's one of the best at it. I mean, she doesn't, it's not too much longer. You know, come big combo, she retires. So, yeah. But I really like her in this. I think, she, I think she's great mm-hmm. in this. And so, uh, they right off the bat have a very clear relationship. She has a toothache, quote unquote. We're about to find mm. out that that's lies, though. Yeah. Um, and he's he's coming back as a loving husband, like wants to, to hang out, gives a little bit of the speech and everything. And she wants no part of it. She's just like, I'm staying in tonight. I know you want to go celebrate and everything, but that's no good. And also uh, their maid is there and she overhears some of this. It sounds like an argument, a glass breaks. It's a, it's a vase. Yeah, it's a vase. Yeah, a vase. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Made of glass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that that thing doesn't go well. So he leaves, you know, to go finalize the deal and party it up a little bit. He'll check in with her. And right when she leaves, all of a sudden she she's had this thing on her mouth, you know, like ice on her mouth. To, ice pack, yeah. Yeah, to help out with her toothache. But turns out that whole thing was bullshit. Mm-hmm. And she just pops that off and gives a phone call to a, another man, mm-hmm. Jim Torrance. And it turns out they have some plans, don't they, Dan? Yeah. They what are those plans? A, a little bit of an affair. Plan for affair and a plan for a little blood of innocent yeah. men. Yes. Um, they're planning to get rid of uh, her husband, Mr. Don, Don Levy, and, and uh, they're going to go away together, basically. They have a, a setup at a, a the airport motel to meet up. And As then from there, yeah. I don't feel like they really talk about where they're going from there, but I mean, the, 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 most of the setup is just involving getting rid of her husband. <laughs> I mean, yeah, with the most insane yeah. plan ever. Yes. We should also note, <laughs> this was an interesting touch. Yeah. She likes to give the men she's sleeping with monogram uh, shirt, clothing. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's... <laughs> On their sleeves. Yeah. It's, yes. and it's the same same style with their initials. So so her husband well, she, has Clearly one. she has a place she goes to. Yes. Yes. And then uh, and then this this Torrance fellow. Um, JT. Yeah. So she calls him, tells him... We're going to going. Sausalito. Yep. It's happening. And we're doing this thing. So Walter, he, he does the phone call that he promises Irene, checking in like a good man. And it's like, oh... I'm not going to be able to come with you. My toothache still hurts, but my cousin is in town. Uh, he's, he's stranded in Sausalito. And I said, you'd give him a ride. Uh, you're going to and It's in Denver, by the way. It's not yeah. an easy ride. It's not like a weird, awkward half hour ride home. It's going to be overnight. Yes. You know. it's, it's a long drive. It's substantial. So can you please uh, go get this stranger that you've never met who I'm related to apparently and yeah, just have a solo ride with this man. That sounds like fun, right? Mm-hmm. But he's doting. I mean, you see, you kind of see it like he's very just like unaware of anything that's going on. He's just like, I love my wife and, you know, I'm doing anything for him. Mean, he calls himself that he's Mr. You know, softy. He calls him softy. S-O-F-T-A-Y. And he spells it a couple of different times too. And remember me, I'm softy. And, and that you kind of see that We needed that, that spelling out. for it because it's almost like he knew that this was going to have some of the worst sound of all time in the future. Yes. Yeah, we appreciate it. We do because I also because I feel like most people when they when they spell softy, usually it's a, an IE, isn't it? Uh, or maybe two E's if you're going on an ice cream route. I mean, yes. you know, it's up to you. That's the beauty of the softy, Dan. That's true. I just saw the Mr. Softy truck the other day running around. I, I could hear it. Still good sound on that. I, I don't know how they do it, man. I, I if I had to drive around with that all day, I I, I would be able to take it. AirPods, man, you're not even that's hearing on. that. You're on a that's whole true. other level. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, it definitely is going to show up in your dreams, even yeah. years after the fact. You. Yeah. I mean, there's the whole Larry David episode, <laughs> the Curve Your Enthusiasm episode. <laughs> yeah. I wish we were talking about that instead, Dan. I hope we, I hope this gets better for you. <laughs> Stick around. I, I hope, I hope this had an impact on you. Oh boy. Uh, oh, 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 and Dan, they also open up with the definition of the word impact. So there you go. That, yeah. That's something we need. Isn't needed. that a great way to start a movie? Yeah. You know, just like a, it's a great way to start off a wedding speech. Or, or an essay when you're in school. Yes. 
the definition we should have done that with this episode uh impact the force of two people get together or whatever whatever they say impact the force with two lives come together sometimes for good sometimes evil he goes to meet up with this cousin the strange cousin goes and picks him up uh he's, he's waiting at his car yeah, he's just, yeah, he right when he's off the phone, he's like, oh yeah, he's yeah. already there. Because she's like, oh darling, uh, by the way, I did something bad. This guy's gonna be popping up. He's there already, and uh, my cousin, good luck. He, know, he knows you. He'll see you because I told yeah. him about your car. He knows about your awesome car, and so they're off for the world's weirdest car ride. You know, it, you do what you got to do, but like you said, he he's doting. He loves his wife, so he's just happy to do it. He's a little bit skeptical too. I mean, he he kind of quizzes him a little bit during the journey. Yeah, I mean, and he catches him in a couple quick lies. Right something is up about the war about where he was in italy and stuff like that and and he he caught him in a lie with that so right off the bat i think he's a little bit suspicious but doesn't doesn't go too far just yet with it he might just be hungry dan because they stop at a cafe a cafe <laughs> oh we're doing the film noir show so yes that's true we gotta do a mitchum style and everyone's style as you yeah. watch these movies you realize oh wow we just we dumbed it down as time went on and what and what does he order at this at this cafe you tell me sir he orders a chicken sandwich and a Coke. Oh, hell yeah. And, uh, and I feel like Coke definitely had a product placement in this film because we'll see Coke a lot in this film. Dude, it's not just them. There's it's actually a lot of other. It's yeah. a lot of product placements, including yes. one significant one that if you know we were around in 1949, we would be like, ah, oh, they did it again. You know, yes. they're like much like the subway of the time. Right. Yeah. But he goes into, into this ca- cafe and then he and he's like, oh, do you want food? Oh, there you go. <laughs> holding up a Coke. Uh, he holds up a Coke. And Torrance says, you know, I'm going to get some shut eye. I'm going to sleep in the car. You go in and get your sandwich or whatever. And then kind of basically sets up what happens next. He, he basically like pops a, a, a hole in one of his tie, his back right tire. He like whittles uh, something sharp to pop the tire slowly, put in a slow leak. Says he wants to drive. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I was just admiring your car. I usually drive jalopies, you know? No, he doesn't say jalopies. Jeep. He says Jeeps and uh, what was the other one? Like not cranes, but uh, caterpillars or something like that. I think he said. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Walter's like, hey, why don't you drive it? Which is just like I'm, I, everything I would have seen so far would be like, get the fuck out of my car. Yeah. Like, you weren't at the wedding. So sorry, dude. But yeah. no, thank you. Maybe he was tired. He had, he had a nice meal. He was feeling a little full, wanted a little little nap or something. It's probably the hubris, Dan, you know, because he felt so good about winning over the bigwigs at, at Tahoe. Could be that too. Yeah. You know, he, he doesn't even notice that his wife is so unhappy that she wants to murder him. Yeah. Which, you know, you really don't get an explanation why. I think she just doesn't love him anymore. Well, yeah, I mean... You... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, yeah. if you're going to try to kill him, I'm going to think that's the case. But, you know, you think they'd be like, ah, how dare you? I've hated you for years or some sort of like thing like that. But it, it doesn't necessarily. I mean, it seems like he's like pretty that. rich. So I'm sure I mean, they don't explicitly mention it, but I'm sure maybe she's maybe out to gain something from it, too. Like maybe she has a policy or can get some money from the will or, or whatever. All of this would have helped. And maybe, you know, yeah. maybe they said that it was just impossible to hear. It just, you know, that was one of the frames that was just dropped. <laughs> There's definitely I mean, I could... one time where it was like a scene just all of a sudden Cut. is another yeah. scene. Like, it. no, some were like, you know, just a little something, nothing too crazy. But there was one where you're like, I, I don't think I'm that tired. I swear I just blinked once and I'm somewhere else entirely. But yes, uh, we're driving. We're in the in the woods on some pretty steep cliffs. Mm hmm. I mean, not too steep because what we're about to see is survivable, you know, but the tire pops. Finally, he, he did it just right to get pretty mm-hmm. far <laughs> away from town. And then uh, all the hullabaloo happens. They got to change the tire. And uh, Walter's like, hey, can you get me a you know tire? Get the jack ready and stuff like that. Because uh, yeah. he's asked about a flashlight. He's like, oh, go get one. Go get a tire iron. And uh, he's like, cool. Don't mind if I do. Whaps him over the head with it. Kicks his body over the the cliff and he rolls down and then chucks all his stuff too. Yeah, I do oh. like the sequence. This sequence is pretty great. Sequence is wonderful. Yeah. yeah, no no criticisms here. And for whatever reason, I felt like I could hear and see this fine. Certain yeah. scenes it would start to kind of like be okay. Some were better than others. Yeah, but it was always pivotal, like dialogue heavy moments. It felt like yeah, were just impossible. But this was great. So it seems like all is well. And then a, a moving truck comes by. And th- this moving truck especially was uh, was one from back in the day that was some big product placement, which yes. 
I was reading about hadn't really been done at the time. So that's that's pretty yeah. interesting. It's a Beacons moving fan. Mm-hmm. They yeah. ask him if he needs help, and he's like, no, nah, I got it. Well, nah, first, well, well, it's actually two people drive by. So they're the second one. The first one is just this guy, this random guy driving the opposite direction says, you need help? You're like, no, I'm good. All right. See ya. Which is what you want to hear, because then you're like, hey, I yeah. stopped, you know? Like, that, yeah. I did what I could. But also, we, we forgot one crucial detail is that when he gets in the car, finally, after throwing him off the, the side of, on that cliff, he goes to start the car and realizes he doesn't have the keys, right? So he has to go back down again. Yeah. And this is when you get the second, the moving right. truck coming exactly. up and on, on, like that. Right. Coming back up. Uh, he speeds off. Yeah, he's like, fuck this. He, he panics. He speeds away and not paying attention very fast. And then coming on the other side of the steep road is a fuel tanker. Yeah. <laughs> and here comes your impact, baby. Because yep. they speed right into each other. They fall off. And, you know, first they're crashing. And you're like, oh, man, I was really hoping there'd be an explosion. But just just wait one frame. And then yeah. all of a sudden, kaboom. Nice models, like, too. Exploding. Yeah, very nice models. Yeah. <laughs> I, also, honestly, I was I did think like that was some nice model work. So, yeah, no. It, yeah, it really is. Um, I mean, there's two impacts back to back. I mean, the impact of the tire iron hitting his head and then sure. the impact of the car. Yeah. A couple a couple impacts in a row could be the only impact this movie makes. Let's find out. Oh, man. <laughs> but that stuff's all very nice. Um, yes. It explodes, and then you're like, "Oh, interesting! This could be a, an interesting little little yarn we got ourselves here." Because our, mur- you know, the would be murderer is dead. It was pretty obvious that Walter Williams was going to be fine, you know, because it was a very uh, hasty murder. You know, like they couldn't yeah. really check to make sure. Hit him a couple more times. Yeah, everything was. It was a busy street that day. <laughs> All of a yeah. sudden, but yeah, Walter wakes up. He's got a bloody head. He grabs his briefcase and heads in, into the back of that moving van that was there and, and just stows away, has himself a good stowaway. Yeah. Meanwhile, back in our, our beloved San Francisco, we're going to meet Quincy. <laughs> Old Lieutenant. Charles Coburn, Lieutenant Tom Quincy. It made me think of the, the television show, of course, yes. Quincy. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's, that's where that came from. That's who this is. And he's quite a character. Absolutely. But, you know, he's he's a good cop. He, he knows what he's doing. And uh, he goes to give this news over to Irene. She's obviously been waiting for Torrance, Jim Torrance. And uh, of course, we as as you can imagine, it turns out everyone thinks that Torrance is Walter Williams. And so like, oh, your husband's dead. <laughs> and she's like, uh, oh, OK, yeah. He picked up some hitchhiker, right? Like, yeah. I told him not to do that. I'm like, no, no, no. He uh, blew the fuck up. And she's like, oh, uh, yeah, weird. That's actually surprising. <laughs> yeah. And this The person I've been waiting to hear from and, and meet at that airport hotel has not turned up. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, so, that's all in her head. She doesn't actually say that. <laughs> well, yes, of course. I thought I used my inner monologue voice, Dad. But she's not able to find him. And uh, Walter has also been kind of trying to figure stuff out. He makes a phone call to their aunt or quote unquote their aunt Irene's aunt and he's like you know hey asking about the cousin and stuff and she's like yeah there's no cousin named I like, nephew. yeah I don't know what you're talking about that now he's realizing like oh this wasn't like my wife's cousin went nuts for some reason and tried to murder me seems like there might have been a plan there after all yeah. interesting wasn't also, some cool winky dink he also learned some news shortly thereafter from the newspaper <laughs> yes he learns about his demise and, and yeah, what the police dead. are thinking. And this man foolishly starts to keep a scrapbook. Yeah. But I guess back then you're just excited to have your name in the paper, right? Yeah. No matter how you get it. Curious. Yeah. This whole thing works out. You've got a fun story for everybody. Yeah. And apparently made headlines around the, the other States too. It wasn't just in California. Yeah, Cause he's in the middle of nowhere and there's like front in page Idaho. news constantly. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I guess Idaho they'll take what they could get. Yeah, that's true. But uh, the police have some fingerprints and, and they're feeling suspicious about the whole thing. So they're going to pursue this this case as a possible murder and, and look into it. And Quincy continues his detective work. He's able to find more monograms, which, you know, that's going to lead to something. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he earlier had saw Irene used one. She got monograms all over the place. So, yeah, this is this is what's going to happen to you. But we also see Walter Williams, like he comes into town all bloodied up with the head and his 
hair is hanging out up front very noticeably. This is some interesting hairstyles throughout this movie. I think there was a very specific style this dude was working on the cheap or something. I don't know. But um, he wanders into town. Um, he's able to make his way to a doctor to get fixed up. And they tell him he had a concussion and stuff. And uh, he heads his way over to a gas station. And uh, who does he meet there, Dan? My dream girl. <laughs> <laughs> finally she makes her appearance yeah uh, this is how she makes it i mean that's a failure on our part uh we do apologize to the the ella reigns estate we got we got some stuff coming up for sure but um, yeah oh no there's gonna be uh, if i have anything to do with it there's gonna be more trust me i already i mean there's some already scheduled for the year i'm aware of but yeah there's more coming uh i will say i'm willing to give up this much she's so good in this part Um, oh yeah so she's like a mechanic, but she also like runs the place. We find out she started it with her husband who died over in the in the war. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing WW2, Dan. Yes, that's, that's the, cur- the current war at the time. Yes, that is. <laughs> so the and she, you know, it was their dream and she just wanted to see it through. She wanted to keep the place running, but she's only so good. She does a great job fixing cars. But as we find out, these newer ones are a little harder. Yeah. But Walter Williams comes in, is able to help out. And, uh, you know, he comes in and really just like, you know, mansplains his way into it. But thankfully, Mm -hmm. it's actually needed. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. I mean, basically, she kind of warms up to him a little bit enough to kind of offer some help. He like asks for like where I can get a shave and get a place to stay. And, you know, she buys him a Coke. Got the Coke placement again. He got Um, got a free Coke, you know, because he didn't want money, uh, which shows this man's kindness right off the bat. And she's like, I'm just going to call my mom. She knows everything about this town. She could hook you up with the place. And he's like, all right, well, now I really got to go to the barber shop and clean myself up. Mm-hmm. I'm about to meet someone. And so we're now having some some food with their mom, Mrs. King, May Marsh. Who's great in this. She's really, I like, it's a kind of smaller part, but I, I think she she does some some cool things with it. When she's here, she does, she does good yeah. work. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And we show, you know, like he's coming into this still how he was this rich man from you know san francisco mm-hmm. now he's here for an idaho dinner and they're saying grace and everything like that he's not prepared for that in old uh larkspur <laughs> yes, um, exactly larkspur idaho not california dan i dare yeah. you so and he's also going by the name bill walker mm-hmm. he's given a fake name so that's interesting enough and he's collecting more newspaper articles as time goes on he's gonna stay at their house yeah they offers them. to stay yeah so he he did good if he's able to get a place you know right in there and she, uh ella Raines is stoked too because she's like yeah he's just gonna pay me back with my own money to live here yeah. <laughs> so that's great and meanwhile we're seeing quincy's investigation is furthering along like we said there's been fingerprints they find walter's briefcase and they really they're suspecting the murder was involved. So she she gets arrested. She has to mm-hmm. kind of rot while all this is happening. Three months pass. Yeah. And we see that uh, Walter and Marsha are getting a lot closer naturally. Mm-hmm. And he's really killing it in the town. He's a fireman. I mean, he yep. loves it there. We see him. They all go and gather to take care of this fire. And it shows him on the back of the fire truck. And he is just so giddy that scene was so wild i liked Um, it a lot yeah i was i thought that was very charming and it really was like oh he's he's really getting comfortable here that was so interesting to watch like because you i you know to this movie's credit you know i'm still watching my cards here dan Mm -hmm. but the way it delved out the plot it was very unexpected you know you're like yeah he he very much is staying in idaho for a a decent chunk here's a poo-poo for this movie besides the um restoration that was the runtime it's a little long Mm-hmm. It makes you wonder how many of those other frames would have made it longer, too, if they were still in the movie. Maybe Film Detective was looking out for us. But he's there for a good chunk of time in Idaho. And meanwhile, you're just watching Quincy, you know, go after uh, uh, Irene Williams, Helen Walker, as she's like kind of further hanging herself. But she's a really good liar, too. So it's like everything sounds good, but something just doesn't feel right to him. Mm-hmm. But it's just like he's not even there to like come back for revenge really so it's just like watching all that develop without him as he's like presumed dead was was very fascinating but of course you know so much time has passed and it's time to fess up and marcia's mom mrs king finds the clipping she's going through the sock drawer classic mom yeah you see you see her thanks mom sewing up holes in the socks you know i mean like oh yeah i found something dude way to go He's like, oh, you, you found my pornos, huh? He's like, no, 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 I found the newspaper clip. He's like, oh, okay, Oof, that's a close one. Yeah. 
but he's busted but she's like i'm not narking on you you got to go to marcia and you got to tell her yourself yeah you're an adult i trust you to do your own thing you seem like a good guy so it is up to him and so you know he does tell her about it Um, as he's packing to leave exactly like he kind of has some regrets and stuff so he goes back and he tells her and she's she tells him you got to go fess up like you got your wife you know on trial for murder and but he's like yeah she tried to kill me like this sounds fine i'm just not there but she still guilts him into it which was not a good idea we're about to find out yeah definitely didn't didn't have the right impact that you might have wanted no she's thinking that the world is is good and and you know cares about people but no it's this is san francisco this ain't idaho and they're like small town versus you know big city you know so he comes back into town and is not welcomed warmly uh he's instantly under suspicion and also though he he decides to fake that he had amnesia during this as an excuse of why he didn't come back which makes things a little more complicated yeah makes it tough on himself it wasn't wise, but at the same time, it's kind of tough to say why you've been gone for so long. You know? Yeah, that's true. I, I get it, but it unfortunately, you know, was not a good call and it, it does bite him in the ass pretty soon here. Yeah. So they bring in the like everybody's together, Quincy and Walter, even Marcia's sitting there. And Captain. They, yep. And they bring in Irene, who, like we said, has been arrested and, and just waiting trial. And they're like, oh, hey, uh, guess who's alive? I guess he's right behind you. <laughs> yeah, there he is. And uh, he's met someone. And I love the face that she makes. Like the, It's like the, at first she's making the face of seeing Walter. Yep. And then she then she looks over at, at Ella Raines, who's sitting down right next to him. And then she makes that kind of like, oh, like that kind of face. Like it's a <laughs> nice, nice little like, you know, act, act, kind of hard acting, but um, a nice touch of, of like, understanding you know like of, of like recognizing it and kind of her internalizing that you know helen walker is great at that stuff i mean it really yeah. is a shame that she didn't do more and wasn't more successful because yeah. that would have been great mm-hmm. but she instantly is like red like has some lies ready to go and she's like we had an argument he refused to give me a divorce our maid overheard this she can mm-hmm. verify it you know but knows that she quit like after all this went down and she can't be found so he knew all about Torrance. He already knew about him. Yeah. I know I didn't tell you guys about that, but yeah, he knew about it. And, you know, of course, me yeah. and Torrance, Jim Torrance were very close. Like, you guys, you didn't know that? You didn't watch the movie? So they're like, all right, uh, Walter, we've heard so much here. That means we got to hold you. And Irene, you're off the hook. So way to go. And now Marsha's like, oh, shit. Like, I told him to do all this. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> That, that, really, that bit us in the ass. Yeah, now I know the world has taught me a harsh lesson and uh, here we go. But he's like, it's going to be okay. I think everything's going to work out. Let's go all in on honesty. I'm going to go on trial. I'll have a jury of my peers. Everything's going to be fine. You know, we'll do the amnesia thing. I think they're really going to believe it. <laughs> and Quincy, he does believe it, but he's like, you're saying the amnesia thing. You know, I know something is up with Irene, but she's saying the right stuff like it's really hard yeah. to go about that so i'm gonna actually have to do some more detective work i'm gonna have to work hard and that's never fun yeah um and and one tip that they go to find is uh the the maid su lin chung who was played by anime wong mm-hmm. uh, she's a very famous actor had been in a lot yeah. of silent films this is actually one of her last roles before she had retired and, and passed away but yeah she's a, a great job in this as well mm-hmm. They go there and uh, her father, uncle, who is that guy? It's her uncle. Uncle. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of there to stop him and be pretty suspicious of it. And she also just doesn't want to get involved. Right. And Ella Reigns is is like basically helping. She's like, you know, basically wants to help fix everything. Yes. Um, Because she cares about him and she kind of got him into the mess, basically. So guilt and love, Dan, the the best motivator of all. Yeah. As we find out. So, yeah, they get stonewalled by the uncle and they're not going to be able to pull this off. So the trial goes on and it's not looking too good for our friend Walter. But Su Lin, she feels guilty. She did like Walter. He was always very kind and the complete opposite of Irene, who we saw is, is quite nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, and we find out, you know, she's in the trial. She goes and puts on sunglasses, which is not yeah. going to make you blend in any further. Yeah, she and she realized that yeah. she's like, oh, shit, I'm not even going to bother. I'm just going to get out of here. And then uh, Helen goes after her or Marsha goes after her. And she's like, 
what's going on? And she says, I, you know, I liked Walter. And because of that, I, I don't want to go on trial because I think it's really just going to get him in more trouble. I did hear that argument. And I think it's just best to say nothing about it because that's just definitely going to put him in jail for murder. Yeah. But she also is able, she says like, you know, yeah, I, I did know about Jim Torrance as well. And she had come, you know, she went out that night that uh, he, you know, where she was faking being sick with the toothache. And she, you know, she came back in, she was all loud. She left her coat, you know, a mess and with the sleeves out. And when she was going to like clean up and put it away, she found a, a hotel key to, for, for a room yeah. by the airport. Well, I guess we don't know about it. It's airport by the hotel, yeah. But there's like a hotel because she can't remember. Like, we got to find this key. Lo and behold, they go back to the coat and it's still in there. They find that airport hotel. This is it. This did everything. And Quincy feels good about this. And then also, you know, the monograms. There's so much evidence against her. Right. Now, now we're, we got it officially. And so back in the courtroom, they call on Irene to testify, which she's pretty shocked about. And they give her the evidence, you know, the clothing. They found a photograph. They know that she was in on this attempt. And so she's going to jail for murder. And she has that great reaction. I forgot what she said, but it's, <laughs> it really cracked me up. But it was like it was a good crack up. Yeah, she, um... Here's well, the clip have... of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no! Isn't that funny, Dan? Yeah, that was great. That was um, good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and and what sells it is that he, uh, Torrance made a mistake. He had stowed away suitcases, luggage at the hotel, and it was under the name Burns, who was, like, the f- the fake names that they right. gave to, to, to the hotel to stay there, and he had his own monogram clothes in that that was tied to burn so that tied them to being burned so that really is what you know ultimately i think was the, the probably the best evidence of of linking that together because at first she was like oh no how, i'm i'm not burns so i don't know who that is you know she could easily play that off but the, the the clothes connection at the hotel was what really did her in it's a nice touch as long as you're not planning to kill these guys yeah that's all can't believe yeah. in a paper trail or a clothing trail even right and you have the nice role reversal. We, we didn't mention it earlier, but, uh, you know, uh, Walter always referred to Ella Raines as boss, always called her boss all the time because she was his boss. Mm-hmm. And then now she flips it around about, you know, you know, how hey, we're going to go away. It's like anything you say, boss, something, you know, something, something like that. Um, so that's a nice little callback ending touch, a little role reversal. Yeah, she had the Princess Leia hair at one point, too. Her hair changes. I swear, every scene in this movie, Ella Raines <laughs> has, has a different hairstyle. I mean... I like all of them. I mean, you know, they're all they're all great to me. But yeah, it is, it is very strange that like, yeah, literally every scene she has like at least somewhat different hair. Yeah. Well, I mean, now that she's not, you know, working on the cars too hardcore anymore, you know, she could finally let her hair up yeah. and down and all around. Right. Yeah. So Happy, uh, happily ever after. Right? Yeah. Everything works out. They're going to go on that trip. Maybe they're going back to Idaho. Who knows? But everyone could be honest and, and live their best lives. And Isn't that what it's all about, Dan? That's what it's all about. So, yeah, I mean, I really getting past the initial like, oh, my God, this print sucks. But then you yeah. would be reminded of a constant because sometimes it, you'd forget and then it would come back. And yeah, scenes would just kind of change into other ones at will. But the plot was just very interesting. It was a very interesting take on stuff. Everyone was really good. I mean, you know, yeah. Brian John Levy's like, OK, he's like serviceable. Um, I mean, he's better than bad. Like, he's not bad, but it's just like he's never spectacular, but he's very yeah good at what he does it, you know necessarily is he a headliner i don't know but at least in this role like it, it did work out um, i feel like he's a very solid secondary guy like yeah. not the main person but i mean the other movies i've seen him in like he, he's like he's solid yeah he's solid but maybe not like the person you know mm-hmm. um to lead it but yeah I, I i agree wholeheartedly like i i really like this movie the print really makes it difficult to like it but once you kind of get past that or if you try to get past that it is a very interesting movie i think the characters are interesting the the way the plot kind of goes it's just it's it's kind of interesting it's a very bizarre kind of twist i i think to the whole thing and you're kind of like questioning some things and some things are just really different and and yeah i mean i i like the movie but i agree that the print it's terrible it it, it, like my one gripe with this whole movie is yeah if this had a much better print if this was on blu-ray and somebody really cleaned it up i feel like it would probably get a lot more praise honestly like i, yeah, I think absolutely because i say in its current form i can't recommend it like i if if i wasn't doing uh, you know this episode i don't think i would have continued based off of what i had seen you know in the first like mm. five minutes but 
having said that, there is absolutely something interesting here and clean it up. And I absolutely can recommend it. It's just, I can't recommend it in its current form. Yeah. But I mean, unless you are someone who's like, you know, I don't really care about Prince, you know, I, then I would Mm -hmm. say, go for it. You know, there's, there's something very interesting here. Um, it's accessible too. I mean, it's, it's easy to watch, you know, I mean, even though it's not great, but, but yeah, like you mentioned earlier, like it's, it's in public domain. So I mean, you can get this anywhere, even if you're buying a DVD, I mean, most DVDs new, you can get for like five bucks, you know? So even, even at that or yeah, I think I it, spent under 10 for it. Yeah. I think right now it's going for like six bucks on, on Amazon. I think. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you, it's a cheap movie to get and you can stream. But it, it was DVDR and I was surprised that it took a little extra time because we'll get into it, but we got another movie coming next week. That's the similar case. They had to burn it. I know, but I like I'm about to say next week's movie had to be burned and I got that pretty quick. Next day. How hard could it be to burn, Dan? You know, you got the information. That's the easiest part. Burn and print. Got to print out the yeah, print out the inserts, pack them. It's a whole it's a whole thing. It's a beautiful insert. I really do have to say, like, I like the film detective vibe. I like the spine. They got the picture up top, which, you know, and then you would look. Yeah, it's like the photographs, even the photograph on the back is so pristine. Yeah. That I want to see that print, you know? Yeah. I want to yeah. fully see the faintness of Don Levy's mustache, you know? Yeah, I'm with you. So when we get there, you know, I'll be happy to champion this movie in the, its current form. 6.9, 7.1, you know, somewhere on that yeah. scale, you know. I think it gets a 7.0 on, on IMDb. So I think that I think that's about right. You know, and I saw this like, you know, recommended if you like too late for tears. And it's like the only thing I would say is really just like print quality is, is similar. But other than that, mm-hmm. this is like an actual like enjoyable movie. I, I would like to say I feel like we talked about before, but I feel like if you saw the restored version of Too Late for Tears, you might feel a little bit different. I did now. see the I did see the restored version. It wasn't a matter of a, a bad print. I didn't find that their print was that fantastic. Oh, the, you, didn't, you didn't like the UCLA? The, no, I, the... I, it, I didn't think that okay. they had what they were working with was not good enough for what they were touting. I think it's the mm-hmm. best possible. I'd say impact is worse than that. And, you know, you could get it to a too late for tears level, but Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just still not worth, you know, being like, Oh, we really restored this. It's like, no, we gave you the best version of what we've got, but you know, Mm -hmm. the the print still is jumpy. The soundtrack still isn't that good. Okay. Yeah. No, I I get that. You know, whereas I see like a detour and it's just like, that's a restoration, you know, like that really turned out fantastic. And it's like, is it perfect? No, but with what you can do, that's like the best possible version of. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely the best. That, that coming from works. like a rough print and still working with a rough print, but putting together numerous sources to really like Frankenstein something together is great, but that's, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe when it's criterion adds a little extra backing to it, you're, you're able to, to do further, but it doesn't matter too late for tears at the end of the day. I don't like coincidence in my movie. Look, mm-hmm. I'm reviewing a movie we didn't even watch. So anyways, yes, <laughs> I will this say potential, this, is, this potential. Yeah, I mean, I think this is definitely for me like a top five of Ella Rain's movies uh, that, okay. I've, that I've seen. I mean, I think I've probably seen maybe like upwards of about 10 of her films. So I would definitely put it in the top five as far as like just the if we're basing it solely on the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, not my favorite, but definitely like, you know, solid enough um, that I think it's good. I, I think there's definitely some other ones, especially film noir, because I've seen some of other movies that aren't film noir. She's actually in like a, a Western that, that I really like called The Singing Guns, um, which is a kind of a, a very fun movie. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I like the movie. Yeah, the print print stinks. But, you know, I, I, there's things about it that I can I can at least sort of look past and say, look, uh, under the surface, like there's some cool stuff. Exactly. There. I mean, sometimes, you know, if it's a real like rough movie and then the movie itself, the plot is kind of like eh, it's just like the same old kind of deal and like the acting's not great like yeah i mean that will get you down but i think there's some things there that definitely were were at a second glance like you know or like hey can somebody do a better job with this you know like can we can we get somebody to improve this somehow yeah i i just gotta hope that someone's got something somewhere that they just need to unearth or just be like it's in a hey, barn in france somewhere exactly you know, hey france <laughs> is calling and they have a decent print of impact do we want it like it's it's worth pursuing in that regard because there is a good movie here yeah. Um, you know, and I'm, you know, my ranking is kind of like, despite the print, if we had a decent print, I would really be curious to rank this uh, on its own, you know? Yeah, that's right. But at the end of the day, though, really interesting plot. Yeah. Can't can't deny any of that. You know, there's, there's definitely something here. For sure. Let's get into some fun facts, though. Our, our old friend Harry M. Popkin he was a theater owner, actually, and a producer. So he, he wanted movies to play in this theater. He was one of those. Mm-hmm. And so he he thought Impact was worthy of production, and it had a nine hundred thousand dollar budget. 
originally they were going to plan to film it in New York City. Orson Welles was going to be produce, uh, uh, participating in it somehow, um, but neither of those things came into play. Uh, the script was a story by Jay Dratler, who we remember wrote the screenplay for Laura and also did the novel that Pitfall was based on. So mm-hmm. like we're good. saying, good, good plots. I wonder why, huh? Yeah, good, good company there. And he was joined by writer Dorothy Davenport, who came from a family of film performers. In fact, her grandparents were character actors in the 19th century. So wow, a lot of experience there. She had a pretty interesting Wikipedia article, if anyone wants to peruse it sometime. But um, the film would be directed by Arthur Lupin, who uh, was in the brief stage of this part of his career when he was doing independent films. But he directed several Abbott and Costello movies and is also responsible for giving the world Mr. Ed. So, yep. Francis the Talking Mule. Yeah. And uh, also he gave Clint Eastwood his first film contract. So this guy, you know, we got a lot to thank him for or blame him for, you know. Yeah, you choose. I like to think you go to the same bar, you find Mr. Ed and Clint Eastwood there just being assholes and playing jazz or something. Very well. Allegedly, right? I don't want the state of Mr. Ed to sue us. Yeah, don't want that. (laughs) It's very litigious. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Couldn't have found a better sound clip of that if we tried. Thank you. It's my one gift, Dan. So, yeah, we filmed this completely in California. You get so much good San Francisco shots. You go to Chinatown. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to even see, you know, if you're a Vertigo fan, you get to see the apartments that were later used for Kim Novak's character. Mm-hmm. So that's very interesting. And then, yeah, uh, Larkspur, California became Larkspur, <laughs> Idaho. I didn't do the trajectory of that, but I mean, I, I get it. It's because of the mo- that's the where the moving truck went. But that was like a weird trajectory, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. From to go to San Francisco up to Idaho. But yeah, I mean, I guess that's, yeah, that's where the, if that's where the moving truck's going. I guess that makes sense. You're moving in some crazy places, Dan. You know, maybe yeah. you got to pick up a table along the way or something. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, but this production was, was called Jinx Ridden because uh, everyone became sick. Ella Rains became ill with a viral infection at one point and filming was suspended for two weeks. Mm. And then uh, Don Levy was sent to the hospital with an acute respiratory infection. So, man, boy, if they think that's cursed, wait till they find out what happened to the uh, reels afterwards. Um, And yeah, like we were saying, there was a lot of product placement in it, which was pretty uncommon in the 1940s. You get that moving van from Beckins and then you get Coca-Cola, which was very successful. Pabst Blue Ribbon, I noticed as well. Mm hmm. Yeah, mobile gasoline. I mean, it's all the stuff you notice and you're like, oh, that's interesting touches. But then, yeah, reading that, that that was uncommon was it did make a lot of sense. Yeah. And then, yeah, this fell into public domain. So as always, we give the challenge of someone do a better job. Yeah. There's got to be. I mean, we're like probably what another 10 years before some program is invented that can just really take care of this stuff for us and like steady a shot and like composite missing information. I mean. There's, there's some incredible things there that are now done. anyway, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel I mean, like what you hear, like the process of like upscaling these movies and stuff and that they throw it into a pro like a program, they throw like grain over it to make it continue, like look natural. I mean, they, they really have it down to a science. So yeah, I, I hope that science continues to develop and gets us somewhere where you can do something like that because it deserves it. But at the end of the day, uh, 10 out of 10 for the, the design film detective. I, I do like your design. I'd be curious to see some of these booklets Dan was talking about. I could show you some of those after we uh, finish. I, I'd have to go over and, and get them. Secret booklets. Uh, anything else, Dan, to, before we wrap up and move on with our lives? Nope. I'm just, I'm glad we got our first Ellerines and it's definitely not the last. It's not the last and we're going to do better. Yeah. You know? Like I said, I mean, it's definitely up there for me, but there's, there's some really good film noir that she's been in that we haven't done yet that I, I feel like. Like great film or like some classics for sure. Yes, like, that, she, like she's got some heavy like, hitters. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But in the meantime, next week, we got to try again. We got to see if the people will still like it. So, Dan, how do we try to do that? You bring in a little Mitchum, baby. <laughs> First appearance on the show in 2022, I believe. I think we, so. We did a ton of Mitchum last year and it was like, let's let's take a breather. But then we realized we love him. We need him. We were talking Laura. So obviously we're bringing back Otto Preminger as well. It's all the heavy hitters, Dan. What are we talking about? Is Gene Simmons in this? We're talking Angel Face, baby. Yeah. It's no good. I'm not going to get involved. Involved in what? How stupid do you think I am? 
hate that woman. Someday, somehow, you're going to hate her enough to kill her. Satsuma, but I guess he didn't hear me. I thought she was coming too, so I left her to turn off the gas. The key was gone. Why? She claimed somebody tried to murder her. She was hysterical. Who'd want to murder her? You kidding? A woman with her kind of money? You can be so sweet at times. Well, I've got to rush. got my copy as well not that long ago burn from that. amazon i know i still yep. haven't even opened this yet uh, oh yeah <laughs> looking forward to this one it's been a minute since i've seen it i believe you said you haven't seen this one nope. so there you go it's mitchum we're gonna have a good time yeah no i'm looking forward to it yeah I'm, i was aware of it i just never got around to watching it so yeah I'm yeah you do hear about this one um yeah we'll get more into it but uh in the meantime dan what's our email address <sighs> is it the is it the real out of the podcast what's that at yahoo uh, I believe that's at, is that Ymail or is it Gmail? It's Gmail, yeah. It's, <laughs> no, I'm kidding, it's Gmail. <laughs> well, you said Ymail, I was like, that's Yahoo, isn't it? That was a joke, yeah. Y- Ymail does exist, but yeah, yeah that's, that's, it's not, it's Gmail. My first email address was uh, was Yahoo. Was it? Yeah, that's all I got to say on that. I'll uh, say fun, fun fact. <laughs> do we have a uh, an Instagram? Yeah, it's uh, out, of the po- at, out, of, out of the podcast. Yeah, I think there's one of those ads in there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about Twitter? Huh? People use Twitter. Is that at the real? No, 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 no. That's no the uh, real. Out of the cast, baby. Out of the cast. Yeah, we, we have all different ones for this. So, so you're really quizzing me. Which I often uh, think would have been a better name for the show. What? Out of the cast? Yeah, it's just more like the movie title. But also I like that we stumble a little bit and point out that it's a podcast. Yeah. What were we thinking back then? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we were thinking, but, you know, listen to the detour episode to find that out. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all the things to find us at. Write the sec- the secret letter. stuff. Yeah, we, well, we'll have a P.O. box at some point, but yeah. it'll be in Idaho. Yes. And we'll, we'll take a road trip out there once a year to go pick up the mail and pay the bill for the next year. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, actually, it wouldn't be a bad idea, right? Just yeah. some mail you check once a year. Mm-hmm uh are we on any kind of services does this podcast air anywhere i think so yeah it is, is there any way you could like rate and review such a thing to like help out a podcast or tell them that you like it yeah it's on all those those dang streaming platforms man what yeah. apple podcast i think i always yeah. hear that one yeah, apples with like oranges apple like apple juice i'm drinking um and then uh yeah spotify you know are we on title I don't think title does podcast, but if they they did, it it would sound spectacular. It probably, if they do, we wouldn't be allowed on it because it sounds that good. Oh, yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, I don't have it, so I don't know. Title Um, wants to send us a promotional microphone or something. (laughs) We'll do it, but in the meantime, uh, find us on uh, Apple and Spotify. Yeah, all all those. those, Deezer. Deezer, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Weezer. (laughs) Yeah. Wearing a Weezer shirt. Uh, okay, yeah, that sounds good enough. Well, Dan, let's lift up our drinks. One of them is simply, the other one's simply not. Although I will say I tried the fruit punch. I, I feel like we didn't get to wrap that up either. Yes. It's fantastic. We, yes. this, that's we, my favorite. We'll take, I think that's my favorite in your hand. Well, no, yeah. I think the lemonade at the end of the day is, okay. is good. That's but that's up there as well. And, you know, even the classic, look, they're all good. It's a fantastic bevy of drinks, bevy of bevies. Bevy of uh, bevies. 
And we thank them for our sponsorship. They can go to any of the platforms we mentioned to send us the money that they owe us. Mm-hmm. What do free you think? T-shirts. What, what is our? Is that all we're worth to them? Is free t-shirts? Yeah, we'll take free t-shirts. Yeah, you know, I, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, sure. I got a package from Airheads once, and uh, it was a big box. It was promotional Airheads. I don't. I, I signed up for something. I got it, and I went to open the box. When I opened it, a balloon floated up, Dan. Wow. And, it was, and then there was candy inside. And that was maybe the greatest package I've ever received in my life. That's, that's pretty awesome. Shout out to another company. Um, but if Simply wants to have a Simply balloon, and then, uh, I don't know, what they throw in dry ice or something? Because <laughs> you got to refrigerate those. Fake apples, fake pineapple. You know. Yeah, they'll give us the packets to mix into our water yeah. so we could do it ourselves. Yeah. Send us the ingredients. Give us the secrets. Yeah, it's just, oh, it's just pure... pure uh fruits and stuff oh yeah no no sugar added yeah Yeah. it's a real deal baby is that the problem with our show is that we don't have enough sugar um i feel like we have too much sugar probably all right well we'll listen to the archies a little less and yes (laughs) (laughs) hey everybody here's the crime huh here's the crime i actually i actually have a cup this time there you go we're toasting we pulled another one on you ridding